Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live from the Quicken Loans Studios. National Mortgage Lender Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully. Leave that music up. Mortgage confidently. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Send the tweet. Send them hot. At Ken Carmen C-A-R-M-A-N. I just went off on a wild tangent about the Steelers players. I, I don't mean anything about the fans. The fans are the fans. I have a good back and forth with Steelers fans. I make a lot of jokes at their expense. Obviously, they can make a lot at mine. I don't blame them for sitting in the stadium watching the Browns and Ravens go and hoping that the Browns win. You, you're, you're a fan. You want your team to go to the playoffs. You're allowed to feel that way. It doesn't matter about that. There, there, there are no rules. There's like front-running rules and things like that. But there are, to that, there's no rules. Come on. But for the players to sit there? And the C word that I wanted to use, it's it's not FCC regulated, I could say it. It's just, in Hickey, you can stand in here and understand that if I ever use it, because some goofball alt-right goofball used it in a speech a few hundred times, then people go, oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. But I thought it was rather pathetic. How do I state this eloquently so people know what I'm saying? I think it would be pretty pathetic to stand there and watch another man date your wife or vice versa. I thought it was pretty pathetic that Steelers players were standing out there on the field where God and everybody could see them and were hoping and praying that the Browns would beat the, beat the Baltimore Ravens. You should be mad at yourselves. You should be upset. And I brought it before, and some people took this the wrong way. Hey, you know what you did? You just, you rationalize everything about it. And some of this is certainly on Mike Tomlin. Oh, God, yes. Yes. Coaching, the whole, yes, definitely. But I see a guy like Ben Roethlisberger and I go, this is it. This is case in point. This is why I take the shots that I take. This is case in point. Why, you're great, but if you just had, if you kept your emotions in check or or you just had half of the wits that Brady, and I mean this sincerely, look at the guy. He's a mountain of a man. You have to tackle him like five times just to bring him down. And he's won two Super Bowls, and I'm somehow disappointed with that. Let's let's put things into proper perspective. But to watch this team, maybe the most talented collection that you have seen on the field, right up there with any one of those offensive teams in 2018, anywhere else, in any other year. And they didn't get to the playoffs. Didn't even get to the playoffs. And I still look at that and I think, man, the the quarterback wanted to play the blame game. He wanted to have his problems and blame the the wide receivers and say that it was his right. Those are his words, folks. And I just see that reaction. I'm thinking, man, if you had any bit of the wits and any bit of the emotional check that Brady or Manning, and you got Bass Manning once, that Brady or Manning or any one of these other guys had, 
You'd be the greatest of the generation. You're much more physically gifted than, than Peyton Manning. You're much more physically gifted than Tom Brady. But because you don't have the emotions in check, because you don't have the head in check, because you don't have any of those things, and basically it's on instinct, it's on God-given talent, you did not reach that full potential of what you could reach. And you'll be a Hall of Famer, and you'll go to Canton, and people will say great things about you. None of this will ring true in 10, 15, 20 years. Everything I'm saying just goes into oblivion, and none of it matters in 10 or 15 years. It doesn't matter anyway, but it certainly doesn't matter in 10 or 15 years or whatever. They'll go and they'll say, hey, he's great. Woo! Wonderful quarterback. Wonderful. But meanwhile, right now, as of December 31st, now 2018, I sit and I watch you and I wonder how they don't hire somebody with the Pittsburgh Steelers to walk behind you so you know when to breathe in or breathe out at times. It's the biggest disappointment you can find. Kirk Cousins on the other side. I know people were wondering about Minnesota. Him trying to show Adam Thielen how to run a route. Boy, that's just perfect. That is, what that is is a desperate man knowing that the situation is too big for him and putting it on Adam Thielen. I know that he probably wants Adam Thielen to run the route somehow in week 17 that they haven't been running all year, I guess. But he wants to teach him that. That's a guy freaking out over the situation because the Bears are dismantling you in your own division. 855-2124-CBS. So don't think it's all on Ben Roethlisberger today. I, I got plenty for all the quarterbacks. You get to Richard and – no, hold on, Richard. Let me get to Jack in Pittsburgh. Hopefully he doesn't try to kill me. Jack, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Good. Happy New Year to you and uh, all the guys on your staff here, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, friend. Go hey, ahead. Hey, I'm a I'm – a, we can dissect this any way we have to or what have you. Pinpoint it here, pinpoint it here, Okay. Mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin's got to go, okay? And here's these, these Pittsburgh media people, they, you know, they stick, oh, this, that, okay? But let me ask you this, okay, Ken? All right? If, if the Roonies were fire him tomorrow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pinpoint this. Mm. You tell me if there's a team out there that will pick him up. Oh, Absolutely I bet there would be. Absolutely not. Really? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's, tell me why. That's what kind of – he's got to go. He's got to go. Tell me why. Tell, well, tell me why, Jack. Tell me why. Well, well, Ken, okay, he came from a what? Defensive-oriented uh, background, okay? okay. Wasn't he defense, defensive yes. coordinator with the Minnesota Vikings? Am I correct on that? I think so, but yes, continue. Every year, the defense that he goes out and drafts these people, he's a bust on everybody he drafts with the people he drafts. It's a bust. That's Colbert, too. One. That's Kevin well, Colbert, yeah, but, too, with him. But he's supposed to be this defensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. They got rid of Dick LeBeau. They worked him out of there. He's a joke. I'm telling you. What is he? Bradshaw said it well. He's a cheerleader. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, well, Harrison, Harrison said he he Harrison said he won with Cowards players. Without it, without, without, it's a fact. You know that. Come on, my friend. Put it in perspective. Don't be afraid to stand by him. <laughs> He's got to go. It's that simple. There's not a team. Hey, you got the Giants. You got the Jets. There's not one of those teams that say, come on in, Mike Tommy. They're going to interview him. Are they going to hire him? Absolutely Jack, not. Have a Jack, nice day. Thank you very much for the call. I think there would be. I really do. I think the Jets would certainly hire. Well, you know what? They probably want to go with the flow and go with the trends and hire an offensive guy. Maybe because he's a defensive guy, maybe he'd have to air out a little bit. Because we're all trending in the offensive way. So maybe, Jack, you got a point there. But we just had Aditi on, Aditi Kingabwala, a couple hours ago, who she's as, she is as in with the Steelers as you can find. And she says... 
you're just shouting into the wind, just like me. And Jack, I think you're no, I, I think you're no different right now than a Bengals fan because I don't think Marvin Lewis chooses when he goes, and I think that Mike Tomlin, from what I'm hearing, Mike Tomlin chooses when he goes. That might make you sick to your stomach, but that's the truth. The Steelers do it differently, and if you really want to look at that division, you probably thank the Browns for doing that because the Steelers look to them and go, oh, God, we don't want to do that for 20, 30 years now. Don't want to fire a coach and then do the whole thing over again. Of course, you have a quarterback, but, well, we know what I just said about him. Let me get to Will in Pittsburgh. Let's go back there. Will, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Jen, how are you doing tonight? Wonderful, Will. Go right on ahead, my friend. So I want to touch on a few things. I was listening to a caller earlier who, he was from Cleveland. I forget his first name. He was saying about Cleveland won. You know, it was a win-win for them, watching the players and uh, watching the fans sit there, you know. It was Chuck. Yeah, and that's okay for him. And then right after that, you mentioned, you know, talent on the offensive side of the football. You mentioned talent on the defensive side of the football. And I know I know what Aditi Kinkabala says, and right, she's in real tight with the Steelers as a reporter, uh-huh. and it might be just shouting into the wind. But on an off on a team that has that much talent, you know, you have first round picks such as Cam Hayward. You know, you have a late second round pick, maybe early third, and step on to it on your defensive line. Then you have mm-hmm. two first round picks as edge rushers when you're talking about T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree. And like you said, if they were to fire Tomlin tomorrow, it wouldn't be the same situation as Cleveland because they have a quarterback. They have Roethlisberger. You're right. You know, they you're have, right. They have two. They have Antonio Brown, he might have been missed on a draft by several GMs. He was a first-round talent who didn't get taken to the sixth round. Yeah. You know, basically, he's like a Tom Brady. They just play a different position. And Juju Smith-Schuster, I mean, yeah. in three, well, four years, it's it's hard to say. He might be better than Antonio Brown. But my point is, Tomlin doesn't utilize these guys. And maybe let's say Tomlin don't even go. Because I, 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 I try to like Mike Tomlin as a head coach. I try to. I try to like his personality. Mm-hmm. And let's say the Steelers, maybe Art Rooney says to him, Mike, these are some things that's got to change. You know, this isn't the Steeler way. We don't we don't have a team. That's like saying you had Lynn Swan in the 70s and John Stallworth and Terry Bradshaw and Franco Harris, and you missed the playoffs. That's unacceptable to have that much talent on both sides of the football and not make the playoffs. Well, Will, Will, and, and I thank you for the call. I got to get running here. Let me thank you for the call first. But let me tell you this. It, it, I'm not trying to absolve Mike Tomlin of any of that blame. But you know, because I think you might have called him before, I follow the Steelers obviously very, very closely because the team I cover and the team I, I'm a fan of, yes, is in the same division. And so I will always say, yeah, I hate the Steelers. But obviously I got to respect him to hate him because you got to care to hate something. And I follow him very closely because even though I can say I have to say it through my teeth at times, the Roonies are one of the best families that have ever had a football team or a baseball or a basketball team or anything in organized sports in professional sports ever in all the history. They are one of the model franchises to look at. And one of the models of it is consistency. And from everything I hear Tomlin chooses when he goes. And I look at some of these games, 
And I see again, number seven, who's got the Hall of Fame credentials, who is a Hall of Famer, who has Hall of Fame talent, who's pulling off dumbass plays. They should have lost to Jacksonville from a dumbass play. They did lose to Denver with a dumbass play. He made a dumbass play again today at the beginning of the game against Cincinnati. He's done dumbass things his entire career, but because he's so talented, he gets away with it. Things that other quarterbacks can't, and in my eyes, that makes him a disappointment. None of this will matter in 10 years. He'll be a Hall of Famer and all that stuff will go away and we'll all say great things about him. But that's the truth. However, Will, where you're right, and you're right on a lot of what you said. Don't get me wrong. Where you're definitely right is I go back to last week against New Orleans. And it is fourth and five. You got the lead. There's four and change left to go. And you're running that in your own territory? on your own half of the field, on a fake punt. No faith in your defense, obviously, to put another Hall of Famer in Drew Brees with a longer field to try to score a touchdown on you against your defense. Obviously, there isn't very much faith. Or maybe the situation was just a little bit too big for you. Probably was that. I can't absolve Mike Tomlin of any of this. Can't do it. I think it's a shared blame, and when I look at teams in the NFL, what did I have, I've been saying this about coaches now for the last three and a half hours. If they don't got a quarterback, the same thing with Jay Gruden. If you don't have a quarterback, what the hell's the point? Redskins fans call me up, Ken, you can't be serious about Jay Gruden. All right, play the long game of it. What do you think you're going to be next year if you don't get a quarterback in this draft and the quarterback class isn't that great to begin with? So if you don't get a quarterback to begin with – or you have no Alex Smith, then you probably go in with God knows what at the quarterback position. Say you don't have much and it's just a whatever room. Do you win five, six games? All right, well, why not let Jay Gruden go out there and hang himself with five or six games and then play it fresh the next year? New coach, new quarterback, good draft pick. That means in a better class you get a new quarterback. Maybe you're laughing later on because you don't want to make these switches without a quarterback or then you're just the Browns for 20 years or really the Dolphins. Adam Gase is probably going to be – has he been fired by the end of this sentence yet, Hick? No? Not yet. Not yet fired. And they went out there, hey, we got to save Coach's job today. Hey, let's give up 42 to the Bills. Hey, we got to save Adam Gase and Mike Tannenbaum. Hey, let's let Kyle Williams stiff arm us on a pass. Okay. Wonderfully done. And they'll go through Coach's. They'll go through Philbin, and they'll go through him, and they'll go through Cam. Well, Cam Cameron, you know. They'll go through all the Nick Saban. After Nick Saban, they go through all these guys. They don't have quarterbacks. You don't have a quarterback. There's no point in me even talking about you. Now, Tomlin, when you're talking about Tomlin, he's got a quarterback. But that quarterback's part of the problem, and that's what makes his situation that much more untenable. 855-2124-CBS. You coming up next. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's one of the wildest calls I've ever taken. That and the old drunk lady in Peoria, Illinois, who wanted to yell at me about Tiger Woods. That was a good one, too. I'm going to miss those calls. You go into a different time slot, it's... It's going to be different people. you got sober people or hungover people. It's going to be a different animal. I've been wanting to get to this call, but we were just yelling about Tomlin. I couldn't do it. It wouldn't have made any sense. I want to lead things off right now with Richard because I think I'm going to agree with him. Richard in Atlanta, you're next on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. How are you doing? 
Doing well, Richard. Yeah, I've been I've been watching Bill O'Brien coaching. The way he's using Deshaun Washington, Washington is just stupid at the end of games and doing games. He let him take too many hits unnecessarily. Like today, since he should have had him out of the game. At least not having running the ball late in the game when the game is won. That's just stupid. I thought it was silly. I'm glad you brought this up. I thought it, I, I watched the end of that game and I I was sitting there going, "This is this is borderline irresponsible here." Who's their back? Their backup's Brandon Whedon, right? Was Brandon Whedon dressed today or not? I don't even know. Who Do we know? It, well, it's Two Brandon weeks. Whedon, but was he was he at least was? Did they have any other quarter? They had to have had a backup dressed, is what yeah. I'm saying. So you're up against a team like Jacksonville. What's scary to me, Richard, and I don't want to just live in my fears here, okay? But you're playing a team like Jacksonville where I don't know if they knew at the time, but you got T.J. Yeldon and Leonard Fournette sitting and sulking on the on the bench. Uh, they have had a horrific year. It's long. It's frustrating. You have no idea what some of those guys are going to do to a guy like Deshaun Watson out there. Yeah, I mean, what do they got to do to pay for a cheap shot? You get what I'm saying? So the I have a guy. Play, I, I, exactly. So I got a guy at the end of the game who's still out there playing the full game, and I'm sure Bill O'Brien will give you some answer of just, well, you, you can only play 46 of them. You can only dress 46. It wasn't like you can empty out the bench like you're at Texas A&M or something at home. So you had to play him for a certain amount of time. Some of that I can get, and you want to keep him sharp. But, my God, I thought you were playing with fire. If he would have been hurt, that's good night, Irene. They'd have run you out of town on there on a rail. It was two weeks ago, he did the same thing when they played Cleveland. The game was won in less than two minutes. He still got him running the ball. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, no, I, I, I dig what you're saying. I really do dig what you're saying, Richard. Thank you very much for the call. I thought it was irresponsible. You got a playoff game coming up. And, hey, Deshaun Watson made it out of the game fine. But if something wrong happens, you're playing against a team that had nothing to lose. Jacksonville, you don't trust them for anything. You can't trust teams like that to play with class. People saw what happened. Kiko Alonso was a missile today trying to get after Josh Allen. I hope some people saw that on the internet. When teams are out of it at the end of the year, you can't trust them. All all bets are off. They might be willing to do any of that crazy stuff that you absolutely hate because they got nothing to lose. What, money? What's money? They're playing in a game they don't want to play in. They can't wait to get the hell out of there. If they give anything but a slack-ass effort, watch out because they're probably going to take cheap shots. 855-2124-CBS. Andrea in the Bay Area, my wonderful soothsayer, my prognosticator of prognosticators. Tell me what's going on. Hello. Hi, Ken. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's wonderful to speak to you. Yes, I wanted to wish you the best in your new time slot. And uh, it's- Thank you. You're welcome. You'll get some sleep. It's all good. And, I'm looking uh, forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. And yeah, it's going to be it, good times. Yeah, and uh, it's been great sharing sports astrology with you over the years. Uh, a real pleasure, and uh looks like new year, new life path for you. Well, we'll see. You know, yeah. I still gotta, we still got to worry about Mercury being in retrograde yeah. every now and then, so you get how that works. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll still be in the Twitterverse. We'll keep in touch, and... And so on. Yeah, the next Mercury retrograde, uh, not till March 5th uh, through March 28th. So that's that's a nice omen. I, I will be on before you even wake up, won't I? Because that's 7 a.m. Yeah. Eastern, isn't it? Or Western. Um, what time does your Pacific. show start? 10 a.m. Eastern. So that means that's 7 a.m. Yeah. Pacific. Right. <laughs> you ain't awake, are you? 
No, but there'll be podcasts and stuff I can catch up on. Are you a night owl? You're nocturnal, aren't you? Yeah, crazy night owl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, serious night owl. I love it. Work I absolutely on my charts, love it. and you know that that's kind of what I do. Always been a night owl, and I've always liked to, you know, commiserate with you on your show. It's just really been very enjoyable and informative, and just super entertaining. Well, hopefully the next guy won't be a major league bastard, and he'll put you on, and things will be fun for you. I hope so, Andrea. Yeah, yeah. From your lips to the goddess's ears, I know there's there's only one Ken Carmen. And I just wanted to thank you for your open-mindedness and, um, you know, just sense the kindred spirit and uh, happy, healthy, and abundant New Year to you and your family. Thank you very much. Same to you and yours, Andrea. I got to run, but thank you very much. Virgo in service. Check her out. Yes, take good care. You too. Thank you very much, Andrea. Andrea in the Bay Area. Her website, Virgo in service. Unpaid testimonial. I had her on. This would have been... Was this the 2016 Cavs title run? I had her on in Cleveland. People actually loved her. I had her on in Cleveland, and she was giving the astrology of Steph Curry as well as LeBron James and everybody. It was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Because she is from the Bay Area. I didn't know how people would take her. They absolutely loved her. Virgo in service on Twitter. Virgo in service on her website. All right, I'm going to go to the phones again here. Sean in Ohio. Sean, don't you be setting any fires here. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Sean. How big a loser are the Steelers fans? Calling hey, in invoking Lenny Sloss. <laughs> oh, Sean, you're breaking up. I heard like Megatron right there. I'm sorry. What was he going to say, Hick? I think he was going to say some things that were going to upset some Steelers fans. He was a big Browns fan bragging about how Steeler fans, he called them, quote, losers. All right. Well, those are his words. Omri in Atlanta. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Uh, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. Go ahead. All right. Uh, yeah, I was uh, you talking about, you know, Tomlin being let go or, or staying. Well, like I said, you know, I was telling you, uh, maybe it's you, I don't know who it was. I was telling him that. Uh, Tommy should he should stay. I mean, like I say, you know, uh, his problem is still a problem is the quarterback. He's got he, he's he's lie over the hill right now. Um, personnel defense wise, it really ain't that good. You know, I, I'm I'm seeing guys missing tackles, arm tackling to be to be to be honest with you. And in the NFL, arm tackling, that's not gonna get you. Got to get guys to the ground. Uh, today, today, what happened? I mean, they, they still took care of their business. I mean, he, Mike Tomlin won the game. And he can't make the Browns win. <laughs> I mean, he, he have no effect on that. So, well, him. he's been a co- he's won a Super Bowl there, so he's bought himself some latitude. And uh, with the way the Steelers, if he was with another team, I would wonder. If he was with different ownership, Omri, and thank you for the call, I would wonder. But he's with a team that I believe what the what the Steelers media tells me. I will be shocked. If he's ever fired, I think he'll decide when he steps away. Unless they were to do something really, really terrible and be a four-win football team a couple of years in a row or something like that. Uh, Other than that happening, they miss the playoffs. I think that the Rooneys will go, okay, we got to do this, this, and this. It's not that they don't care. I'm sure they're very concerned. They should be. This is a a wild collection of talent to miss the playoffs. This is a, a truly, it's not Houston 93, but this is truly a damning season for Pittsburgh. Damning. I look at a team like the Seahawks and I go, wow, this is unbelievable. Earl Thomas was giving you guys all the bird as he was getting carted off a year, oh, months ago. 
and you made the playoffs. Russell Wilson, a truly elite quarterback, is put in that pantheon because he puts that team on his shoulders, and they go and they make the postseason in the NFC. Pete Carroll, still at 67, 68 years old, still hanging and banging with the young guys in the league, still making the postseason in the NFC, and they don't have anything as far as weapons. I can't make a bunch of excuses for Pittsburgh. They don't deserve any excuses for it. We'll try to get back to you when we come back. Also, a very special message, and we will try to go around the league for the final time. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. That was Rosemary, drunk Rosemary in Peoria. Oh, now you're hitting me right in the feels. Uh, Final time, as I'll be switching time slots to middays on Saturdays. Uh, which is fantastic. Well, for me personally, just because I finally get to, I usually get done with this and then I race home because if I stay here, it'll just make me horrible. And then I race home. I, t- I take about a 90 minute nap and then I come back to the station for the 6 a.m. show. And so now I'll be switching to middays on Saturday. So I will miss Hickey greatly. I will miss great guys like Zim. Ed, I just met you. So I'm sure I'll miss you too. Uh, Zim, Brian McKeon, everybody there. I do want to thank real quick, just because I don't, I know he's not listening, so I know that he's not going to hear this. I do want to thank Andy Roth, and I want to thank a guy, Adam the Bull, who a few years ago put the word out that I could at least fill in and that eventually I could take over his show, and I've been doing it ever since, and I know that Bull thinks sometimes I hate him. I do like getting him riled up. I do like messing with him. I do love working him into a shoot. I absolutely love him. He's a good friend. He has absolutely been a mentor to me, and I love him so very much for putting in that word, and I can't thank him enough, and I know he's not going to hear this, so I'm free to say it, and also I thank him because he's stepping away from Saturdays, and I will be filling in for that, or I will be taking that over starting technically starting next week, even though I did it yesterday. So I did want to thank those guys because it is part of it is, and we know this, it's who you know, and... uh just so you have an opportunity, it's a big, big thing for to know those guys and for them to put the word in. And obviously for some really talented producers I've worked with, Hickey, uh, Stu, Steve Moralia, those guys, Joe D, they've done a wonderful, wonderful job at night. Hopefully we'll have our uh, streams crossed again on Saturdays and everything's going to be absolutely wonderful. 855-2124-CBS. But I don't want to say too much because then I'll start getting misty and I don't want to. All right, do we want to do around the league, or do we want to take one more or two more calls here, Hick? What do you want to do? Because, boy, they've been hot tonight, baby. Yeah, let's keep they've the phones hot. going. Let's go, to, let's go to Andrew in Houston. Andrew, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just – I'm from Houston, and I'm worried about this uh, this Colts-Texans game. I feel you like should be. The, the, the outcome for today was the worst outcome for the Texans. Um, I definitely did not want to see Andrew Luck back in Houston. They are just – T.Y. Hilton is a Houston killer. And they, the Texans looked like they just could not keep up with, with them the last time they came here. Why did – let me ask you this. I have a different question for you. I think you should be. I think that Andrew Luck is playing very strong right now. But why did Bill O'Brien leave Deshaun Watson in for so long in this game today? Uh, you know what? I think they're just trying to get some confidence boosters as well. You know, you put a whole bunch of points on the board or you have a whole bunch of yards. You have your team doing really well. And then they get really confident going into the postseason and say, you know what, we can run this play, we can run that play. Because I felt like they kind of tried some new stuff today that they saw it worked. And the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is still a pretty good defense regardless of what their record is. 
So they figured if they could do this versus this team, you know, they'd give them some pretty good confidence going into the postseason. Well, Andrew, that's that's reasonable. I still I d- I just disagree with what Bill O'Brien did, and I thank you for the call because I think that Jacksonville. I don't trust Jacksonville at all. I think they're willing to do whatever it takes to lose a game, obviously, but they don't care. But I think they'd be doing whatever it takes to just get one more edge in on a team that they were supposed to be competing with. It's been a disastrous year for Jacksonville. And when you have a team that's at the end of a long, disappointing season where they were expected to do something, and they're a defensive-led team like they are, and it's really because of the players and their attitude in a lot of ways, I think that they could be prone to do anything. And that's where I was worried about cheap shots. And if you're Houston, if we're talking about wanting to get some good momentum going in, Man, you you started out at 0-3. They won the a, the AFC South. I don't know how much more momentum you need. You're taking on Indianapolis. They're as hot as a house as a couch fire. I got it. But man, leaving him in like that is dangerous, especially. And you told me this, Melvin Gordon. Didn't he get banged up at the end of the game with with uh, the Chargers? Is that not true? Hurt his ankle in the fourth quarter. Melvin Gordon hurt his ankle in the fourth quarter for the Chargers, and they were up what 28-3 at the end of that game. Correct, and his, his status is unknown oh, next hickey. week. That could be a huge loss. Oh, hickey. That could be a very, very big loss for them. So I know I hate it when I do that because you don't ever want to coach to it, and then it becomes a slippery slope, and I know what you guys are thinking. Well, then, Ken, what else is it? Are we holding out perfectly healthy players? Uh, what else? Are we doing the whole bowl game thing? I just think at that moment you're up by that many points. What's the point? What is the point of any of this? Do you really have that much more to play for? Because I'd rather have a healthy Deshaun Watson. I'd rather have a healthy Melvin Gordon. Much rather would have that. Got a bunch of Ohio people getting in. Let me get the rich in Ohio. Rich, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Good. Rich. Rich is gone. Jim in Cleveland. Jim, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hello? Hello, Jim. Hey. Hi. Um. Congratulations on your promotion to getting a better time slot mm-hmm. so that you don't have to go into work 30 minutes after you get off air. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jim. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> um, I just want to say that Baker Mayfield breaking the rookie touchdown record is absolutely amazing. I'm and glad you brought that up. I'm glad you I brought that up. I'm so happy that we actually have a quarterback that we can look into the next year of. And, hey, we're not looking at the draft. We have not been looking at the draft for the past two years. Or for the past two months, I mean. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, we're going to go into the draft best player available. Jim, I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to make this mention a little bit later on, and I'm I'm glad you gave me a perfect route to do it. And thank you very much for the call. For Baker, I think that some of my, I can't say they're my contemporaries because no one's listening to this anyway. But uh, you, you listen to some of the big time national talking heads. I think a lot of us have gotten this wrong about Baker Mayfield. And going back to the Hugh Jackson thing, one, I think people are going to be very complimentary to Hugh Jackson because he gives his time to the major media. Uh, he gives interviews to the major media. And he tells things his way. So when you have a guy who's on the inside who is a head coach or is about to be a head coach again from what we hear in Cincinnati, you're going to be pretty nice to that guy. And so that's part of it. Where And I've done the same thing myself. Don't get it wrong. 
and I've done that at a local level, full transparency. That's absolutely true. You tend to give a little bit more. Naturally, you do. Naturally, it happens. But from that perspective, I would see it to go a different way. There's also plenty of people who do think just naturally that Baker Mayfield is a 100% punk. I'm not one of them. There was a time I didn't know if I trusted him. But the way that he plays, the way that the Browns have been over the second half of the season, there's a lot there to like. And so many people got upset because of the stare down that happened with Hugh Jackson, and we're still upset about it going into this week, where, yeah, he did this week in this game against the Baltimore Ravens, set the the quarterback touchdown passing record for rookie quarterbacks. Easy for me to say. Beating Peyton Manning and beating Russell Wilson, both Super Bowl winners and Russell Wilson should be a Hall of Famer, and Peyton Manning obviously is a living legend. He breaks that record. And I think so many people have gotten it mixed up where they look back on the Hugh Jackson fiasco and they think that he's mad just because he went. He mentioned it, and yeah, I'm sure that he's cooked up in his head because he's kind of nuts, Baker Mayfield is, that he's mad at Hugh Jackson for getting fired some way somehow and going to the Cincinnati Bengals because we get mad because he doesn't quote-unquote understand the business. I think he understands the business full-on fairly well, at least as much as any other fan would who would still say the same thing. But when we talk about guys in the NFL, and I just took a call of a person who's afraid about Andrew Luck coming into town next week, and we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles and whether or not Nick Foles, even though he got banged up this week, whether or not Nick Foles should have a long-term deal instead of Carson Wentz. I think we got to realize that these opportunities are precious. Carson Wentz, we thought a year and a half ago, was going to take the NFC by storm for the next 10 to 15 years. And now we're talking about whether his future is really in doubt. Andrew Luck looked like the very next big thing that he was going to take over for Brady and Breeze and Rodgers and all those guys. And then was out of football for a year getting fixed. What Baker Mayfield needs to understand and what I think he does understand and what I think is the real sticking point between him and Hugh Jackson is that these are very precious moments. And I think the Browns do have a very bright future. I think the Colts have a bright future. But we see that these opportunities, they can be fleeting, and they can be gone in an instant. So if you ever get that shot, like Andrew Luck and the Colts, like the Eagles, like every single one of these teams that made the playoffs, if you ever get that shot, you got to make the most of it. And I still believe, and you heard this a little bit in Hard Knocks, and you certainly see it out there on the field, and you certainly see it in the relationship that they don't seem to have between Hugh Jackson and Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield believes if he were playing from day one, this Browns football team would be in the playoffs right now. You can find that laughable. That's fine. But I think he feels that way. And judging from what I saw from Carson Wentz, from Andrew Luck, about other situations around the league, about Robert Griffin III even as well. We want to mention the cautionary tales. I'll go right on ahead and do it. You have to make the most of these opportunities while you can because for every team that goes out there and dominates for a decade plus, a 49ers fan thought that they were going to the Super Bowl this year about eight months ago. I think the Browns are going in an exciting direction. You just never know what's going to happen in the future. I think Baker understands that. Sean in Ohio, you got like 60 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Ken. Sorry about the first call. AT&T sucks, but uh, just wanted to say that I thought it was hilarious that Steelers fans are calling in invoking Lynn Swan. Oh, my God. So embarrassing. What's next? Bubby Brister? I just want Steelers fans to listen up. It's our league now. 
You guys are in your stadium chanting, let's go Browns. I mean, how embarrassing is that? I would never be caught dead doing that. It's over. Baker's here. You're done. You know it. You're already chanting for daddy, and it's over. Good night, Ken. Bye. Oh, my God, and I took him at the end of the show. I took him at the end of the show, and now it's finished. We have no, I'm taking no more calls for the rest of it, and that's the final one you've given me an ultimate heel turn. Hey, I'm not talking about Steelers fans. I will talk about the Steelers people calling in wanting Mike Tomlin fired. That's only natural. And they make, a, they make a very compelling argument for it. The same thing that I mentioned with Ben Roethlisberger. I don't say anything towards the fans. The fans are the fans. I have fun at the fans' expense. They've certainly had some fun at mine, even on Twitter here recently here. I don't have a big problem with that. What I do have a big problem with is utter recklessness when you know you have tremendous talent. Ben Roethlisberger is one of the most talented quarterbacks I think we'll ever see. And he may end up with only two Super Bowls, and it's amazing because it's so hard to do in the NFL. But you see the talent he has, the physical capability that he has. I think that he dwarfs Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, all those guys. And so in those terms, with the way this season ended, with the way the last few years have gone, with the twilight of his career here, yes, it's a tremendous disappointment. It won't be said in the steps of Canton. It won't be said 10 years from now, 20 years from now, any of that other time. They'll remember the two Super Bowls because we like to take legends and remember them for their very best. The same thing I said with Aaron Rodgers with the Mike McCarthy situation. If Mike McCarthy goes somewhere else and has success, I have to question Aaron Rodgers. It won't be remembered 10 to 15 years from now. But I think I saw something that was a complete and utter waste during the 2018 season. Big thanks to everybody back in New York. If you listened to me for four hours, 40 minutes, four seconds, whatever it might have been, love me or hate me, know from the bottom of my heart, I truly have appreciated you listening for the last three years. It's a dream come true, and I thank you sincerely. Hopefully I'll talk to you on Saturday morning. Have a wonderful week, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.